0: doppelgangers purely a matter of sci-fi are they just imaginary or do they really exist is it just your double seen somewhere else on the planet or is it you in carbon copy find out now on speaking of spirits This is Colleen with Speaking of Spirits, and I got my sidekick, Katie. Hi. And today uh, we are going to talk about doppelgangers. Um, Tim and Mark are missing a good podcast today, but they've got other plans today, so we decided to trudge on through the podcasting topics. and. Have you ever heard of a top
1: doppelganger? Mm hmm. Yeah. I've been told I have doppelgangers. Actually, people will be like, oh, I saw your doppelganger. And I'm like, sweet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So doppelgangers
0: are a ghostly double of a living person, especially one that haunts its fleshy counterpart. So that's. Yeah. So that's that. that that's right. So it would be somebody who's haunting you. That looks just like you. Now. I we've we've had clients who said that um they they swear they've they've seen themselves in the house mm-hmm. uh, that's uh, the doppelganger right that so spooky that is <laughs> or two people who resemble each other very much and you can see that all over the internet if you go you know there's a Nicholas mm-hmm. Cage double or there's a somebody's double right mm-hmm. you can see that mm-hmm. um unlike most folklore figures, a version of doppelgangers actually exists, but the real thing is a little less sinister than legendary variety, that's what they say, literally translated translated to double-goer, a traditional doppelganger is the ghostly counterpart of a living person, and seeing one was believed to foreshadow all kinds of trouble, and I have a story about my own. So that, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of interesting that it says it's a foreshadow of trouble.
1: Uh-oh.
0: Yeah. So what did you what what did you find out about
1: doppelgangers? Are you going to share your story? I will share okay. the story. Okay, I'll get Sorry. my boring stuff out of the Yeah, mind. yeah, yeah, no. Uh, <laughs> dang it. <laughs> um, well, I found just an interesting... Well, let me back up. Okay, first of all, speaking of just the lookalikes, I don't know if you've heard, but there's a program. It's free. You can go online, put in pictures of yourself, and then a whole team like filters through pictures that other people have submitted to try to find your doppelganger. Have you heard of that? No, it's I need cool. to do this. Yeah. I'll have to try to find the link. That, anyway, that'd be
0: cool. So I, I wonder if they have the same calic I have. I keep seeing it on the video. Doppelgangers
1: DNA, man. I know. Right. So crazy. Anyway, so that's fun. But um, no, I found, we were actually just talking about theory. I love social theory. There is a professor I don't even know where he's at. Okay. He's a professor of American studies at Cal State Fullerton. Okay. Um, Adam Golub. I hope I'm pronouncing that correct. Um, he is, he, one of his main studies is analyzing inner monsters known as doppelgangers or shadow selves. Wow. So what's interesting is um, he has a new book project called America's shadow, a cultural history of the doppelganger, which I think is cool. I love like urban legends and things looking yeah. at the cultural history because urban legends are always a reflection of the times yeah. and society. So this book looks really good, but it examines how doppelgangers have evolved um, since the early 19th century. So um, <clears throat> let's see. Uh, where does he talk about? um Okay. So, um, before doppelgangers made an appearance in the American cultural landscape, people were afraid of sea monsters, which is ghost demons by the late 1830s. So this is actually fairly early. Their fears shifted to the haunting within. So to understand the emergence of these stories, Golub studies the cultural context of that time period, looking for historical clues to explain why society was susceptible to the idea of duplication and fragmented identities. And, um, 1840s. What invention happened that was accessible to the main public? Photography. Well, photography. Uh, for, yeah, made it possible oh, for people to gaze upon themselves. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. From completely from the outside.
0: Well, right about this time too, you had all the spiritualists, right, and yep. seances and yep. all that stuff going on. Yep,
1: and a lot of them were using photography as a side note, which is also another social theory about how a person looking on the outside knows you better than you on the inside. Mm. So this technological advance brought the idea of the double selves. So a growing fascination also with psychology and consciousness during the times um, Americans became interested in the idea of dual consciousness and the idea that the human mind has a divided quality to it. And he shares a story about, have you heard the Abraham Lincoln doppelganger story? Not the story. I know that
0: there has been a doppelganger or, well, lookalikes. A
1: lookalike. No, this is, um, this is one of America's, um, earliest doppelganger appearance occurred in 1860 when Abraham Lincoln allegedly claimed to see two versions of himself staring back in the mirror before his presidential reelection. With America on the brink of civil war, Gollup said that the story symbolized society's fears about identity and duplicity as the nation was confronted. With the possibility of splitting into North and South.
0: Wow.
1: Yep. So of course doppelgangers are very popular in Hollywood. Alfred Hitchcock, science fiction film, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, Dr. Jekyll, and Mr. Hyde. Invasion of the Body Snatchers was creepy. That creeped yeah. me out. Yeah. yeah. But think about it from like a doppelganger perspective. Like the idea that we're split and split consciousness. Right. Um, so yeah. Um and he also talks about how today's social like networking feeds on that. Like we show this social network side and then we have our inside self and it's like, which one is the true you. And so Americans right now are grappling with that. Like we're having an identity crisis and socially he considers that a doppelganger. Hmm. And I thought that was really interesting. That is interesting. Like from a psychological perspective. That is interesting. So,
0: um, I'm sure that you have heard, I I saw someone just like, looks just like you, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: Yes. I, get, I see I've your had, doppelganger. Yeah,
0: well, yeah. And, yeah. So, and so you've probably heard that at least once in your lifetime, but are people who look like, exactly like us possible, right? right. Exactly.
1: Like DNA? Yeah.
0: Well, Michael Sh- Sheehan... Uh, he's an assistant professor of neurobiology and behavior at Cornell University. He says it's it's true. Like um, he concluded in a recent study that our faces have evolved due to the importance of individuality in our to our species. Um, and, and, and so they said, think about it. You walk down the street and you see a multitude of faces. How many of look almost the same? And I think you know I, I don't know that i've actually paid that cuz i don't I try not to go around people but
1: right, when you think about it, it there's not well.
0: that many so my mom when she was a detective back in the day before computers right they mm-hmm. would have like a um doing um like a sketch artist thing right
1: right
0: so they would have facial types in a book, because she would bring it oh, home, right, 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 and it I've would be like books. round, yeah. square, blah, 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 triangular. Types
1: of everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. But
0: there's not that many, no. And then you start laying, layering. They had these, te- these, these binders where you, somebody said, okay, it's that face. So then they'd have a square face, and then you would have all of these series <laughs> of eyes,
1: and you'd like lay them, on and they'd top. layer them, and then they'd
0: say it's that eye, and because there's not really that many.
1: Maybe it's just that there's a lot of combinations.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of combinations. But it actually worked back then.
1: and mm-hmm. Which is wild.
0: Yeah, it is wild. And then from there, then they'd get like this, that's the guy. Then they could sketch it out with more of, okay, I had longer sideburns or, you mm-hmm. know. Like details. Details. They'd get the basic structure down and then the sketch artist could then do all the that's details.
1: Crazy.
0: Yeah. And you know, I look at sometimes the the sketch artist stuff you see it, like on the criminal shows, because mm-hmm. I'm hooked on all those. And they never look to me. I very rarely do. You go, oh yeah, that looks just like the picture. Normally, yeah. most of the time, I'm like, I don't know that guy from nothing. That doesn't look anything like the picture. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I just don't I have, have a hard that
1: time with that. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, but I also had a really hard time with in in class when they would like have a box all just flat and then you're supposed to be able to then say that that picture those squares on a paper is a oh. box like i couldn't my mind couldn't say well if you fold it up and then do this and do that it becomes a box i'm like what
1: i don't know it's squares on a paper you're like squares a pattern
0: right i don't you see can't things that way the conceptually the... it is very hard for me so yeah, yeah um so anyway they also said look at squirrels bandying about can you tell them apart i don't know what that has to do with the doppelgangers, but they say we're phenomenally diverse, um, but you don't see that in other species. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, other than color, um, a yeah. horse is a horse. I mean, there are characteristics because, you know, Arabians have the dished face and there are characteristics within breed lines. But a horse is a horse is a horse. A squirrel yeah. is a squirrel is a squirrel.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Yeah. So we're different. As different as we are sitting here. So that's kind of interesting. But um, they're wondering if genes are running out of options. (sighs) Like there's how many billions of people have lived and genes are starting to run out of options. Like, so now they're starting to repeat the patterns.
1: Now, yes. That's mind-blowing. Yes, it is. Because think about like, you could be an exact mirror of somebody who lived 700. That's exactly what that's
0: exactly what they're going for. Is they're saying there's an infinite number of options, but there's also been kind of like an infinite number of people since people, Time. yeah, right. It's- and so even though you know we don't look like the Neanderthals, how many possible replications <sighs> can there be before an exact carbon copy is made?
1: Oh, that hurts my brain. That that's is scary.
0: That is intense.
1: Yeah. You could be looking at the face of somebody who looks just like your great 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 times 10 grandma.
0: Right. I know it's Really wild, but isn't you it? you
1: Also, see people. Have you seen on social media? They'll be like, "My friend looks exactly like this guy in this old picture." And
0: yeah, and they're exactly they're a, exactly. Ooh. So, Ooh. is that just the genes like
1: renewing, renewing, them, like,
0: like making a carbon copy again? Because that's what genes do. But after that one. also
1: means that the DNA of your parents met somewhere. Also, you know what I'm saying? Like that DNA had to mash perfectly. Ooh. Also,
0: so I've read like. Anybody with blue eyes is supposed to have one common relative way back. Well, yeah,
1: because blue eyes was, well, green eyes are a mutation. Right. So we all have the
0: same. Right. And so, and blue eyes were, and it was somebody who lived somewhere like in Mesopotamia. All of a sudden had this genetic like Mutation. mutation and had blue eyes. And from there, now, I don't know if I truly believe this i don't know if i buy it but every they say everybody with blue eyes has one common relative all the way back to like mesopotamia you
1: would have to unless there were multiple but genetic a, a
0: mutation can happen over and over i mean you just get the same gene Wild. theory going on and then i'm sure the mutation can happen over and over and that's why we sell blue eyes because i remember reading years and years ago that they said within two generations blue eyes would be
1: extinct extinct
0: yeah blue well blue eyes and red hair which is what i was born with you can't see the red anymore but Uh blue eyes and red hair um and they said Uh it would be extinct but they have certainly not lived in idaho because there's so many blue-eyed redhead kids here it's a
1: thing it's a thing here yeah
0: yeah um so,
1: I'm wondering,
0: so somebody said, well, our genes are kind of like a Rubik's Cube. You get all this variation
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, that there's a numbers game to it. Like, mm-hmm. okay, so let's let's put genes into, we have all of these genetic diverse things, but that doesn't explain how can you see yourself. And that the paranormal side of this oh, is... Yes. So, string theory? Oh god, I don't know. It's just it's um so we've taken calls from people who are haunted by themselves and it's a really hard thing to figure out. It's really rare, but we have taken those calls. I I saw myself. And it, Oh, that's right. You in Texas. Driving in. So I'm driving down the road. I lived on this tiny little subdivision this in Texas. So and I go, there's like five, there's a little tiny road. And um, Fox Hollow Drive, I lived on. And there's no Foxes because it's a subdivision. But anyway, driving down Fox Hollow Drive. And I go to pull in my driveway. And I saw myself sitting on the bench in front of my front door. And I stopped. Oh, that
1: gives me And I, chills. like, I had a Jeep,
0: and I stopped the Jeep, and I'm, like, I'm looking at myself, and she's looking at me. But at the, what was really crazy was, at the same time, I'm, like, why am I in my Jeep? As I'm thinking, <gasps> why am I on the bench? So it was, like, oh, I had the conscious God. thought
1: of... You didn't tell me that
0: part. That was... You were picking up on both. Both. So I am in both places at once, and I cannot figure that out. I don't know what happened. And I'm watching myself... For through two sets of eyes, seeing myself in the Jeep, seeing myself on the bench, and I'm star- we're staring at each other. And when I looked down, when I pulled in the driveway, we're still looking at each other. When I reached down, I put the Jeep in park and undo my seatbelt, and I looked up, gone.
1: That is literally... So that's
0: when I was present totally in the Jeep. But for that five seconds that I... I yeah. was conscious of w- what what's happening here that happened and I it's never happened again
1: that although I've weird. heard
0: myself here and there occasionally like talking
1: that is like the like string theory that is a pivotal moment in string theory the minute the two timelines collide poof that's when the string splits have you seen there's a great amazing movie. If you haven't seen it, anyone listening, if you haven't seen it, and this is interesting to you, you have to watch it. It's called Another Earth. Have you heard of it? No. With Britt Marling, who is my freaking idol. She's amazing with stuff like this. It's about string theory, essentially, but also it's about Earth, our Earth. We see, we come in contact, like over a radio, like in a space station with another people right so we're like ooh, we found another like human species whatever the lady on the radio is talking to herself that's like that and they see each other and at the the end there's a crazy amazing twist and the movie is emotional it also deals with like other issues and grief and lots of other humany things but that the string theory is just a small background of it but the minute you are conscious of your other dimension, your other self is the minute that spring, that string theory is like poof, you're living in two different timelines.
0: So, somewhere I'm having a good time, somewhere else.
1: Or a worse time, girl. Uh, it doesn't guarantee anything. That's true. But it just is, you guys have got to watch this movie. Anyway, I have
0: to watch. Uh, yeah. You need to watch I mean, it. This stuff is really freaky. We've talked about could it be a dimensional, like we're in different dimensional planes. Or, all the time, or like, is it just you know stacked, the like,
1: theory of the pond with the lily pads? Are we all just there's more than one of us because of string theory, but we're all in the same pond, just on different lily pads? It's not a string; it's just lily pads. I don't
0: know. It's really hard. It's really hard to comprehend. I'm not sure. It's so mind blowing. huh? They're saying that are doppelgangers. So in my my case, it was it was me. There's it was me, it wasn't a doppelganger. Now I've had a lot of yeah. people say, "Oh, I know somebody who looks just like you." Um, That's like it. a
1: social doppelganger. That's,
0: yeah, this was this was me because I was having the two thoughts at, at the, the same, same time, time of why am I in my G? Like, why am I on the bench? I it was that fleeting those seconds that just
1: bizarre. That was
0: bizarre. So. But they're seeing that doppelgangers have the same smile, the same color eyes, but usually there's something that isn't quite exact between the two. I didn't see them enough. I didn't see myself enough to know if that was, but it sure was me. I mean, it was me. Um,
1: Well, and then poof, you were gone. And then I was gone.
0: Exactly. What
1: happened? What if you were like contacting yourself and you just didn't know it? Oh, I don't know. What a future you. is like, what's up, girl? Nice Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> it's or could it, could it it have go been
0: go a mice. warning in what was to come because yeah. something right after that happened. There's my oh, dog. Man. My old dog. Ooh. He said
1: I got lonely. I got some fire in his butt now.
0: Yes, he does. Um, so, I don't know. They're saying, sorry about the dog noise, but, you know, the old guy, he, Hi, he runs I the house. So they're saying that our facial attributes are like the, spin, <laughs> the spinning wheel of features. Like with 7 billion people in the world, it's fun, if not a bit eerie, to think that someone out there looks so much like this that we have to do double take. Um, Fergus
1: McGee. He's happy uh, to be here.
0: Bulk Wisdom says that (laughs) everyone has a doppelganger. Oh! Sorry, guys. He's chaos. This is chaos theory. Somewhere out there, there's a perfect duplicate of you. With your mother's eyes, your father's nose, and that annoying mole you've always meant to have removed. The notion has gripped popular imagination for millennia. Um, So... Apparently, even royalty was so—they were totally freaked out and scared oh, of it. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. I can See why? Yeah.
0: Um, that would
1: be eerie. To, yeah. Like, you know. Well, be infiltrated. If you're
0: royalty back in the day, the whole purpose—I mean, you—you you went to war. You, you it was to protect the crown, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Your seat, your yeah. kingdom, your subjects, everything.
1: If there's a doppelganger that like infiltrates, yeah. Can you imagine?
0: That would be a really good movie. Or book or series. We should write that.
1: Okay. We'll yeah. put it on our list of so many things <laughs> to do.
0: <laughs> Think about it.
1: Okay.
0: Wouldn't that be fun? That would be, that would be really cool. Sweet. Um I don't know. I let's see. Okay, so there's there was somebody who was armed with a public collection of photographs of the US military personnel. And with their help of colleagues from the University of Adelaide, this person, Tegan, painstakingly analyzed the faces of nearly 4,000 individuals measuring um, distances between eyes and ears and nose and mouth and all that kind of thing. And they calculated that there's a 1 in 135 chance that there's a, a single pair of exact Doppelgangers. They say there's only one in one hundred and thirty five. That's still That's
1: a huge possibility. That's a huge
0: possibility considering what like, there's six hundred right. How many billions of people are alive? That's they're like, there's only one in and I'm like, only? That's that's big. That's, that's enormous. That's cute.
1: That's literally how many of me are in Blackfoot right now? Right. What the fuck? I know.
0: I'm just, I hope that my doppelganger is richer, thinner.
1: <laughs> but you know what, too? Think about this. Okay, if there's a 1 in 135 chance, roughly, all right. Right. That person.
0: Out of every 236 200, people you meet, you could be meeting yours.
1: But they could right? all be different ages. Oh, you might see a, your doppelganger, your, your genetic doppelganger, who's 89 or a baby. Oh.
0: You just blew my mind.
1: Woo! That's like all over the string. So that's in. Or face wise, it could be a male. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. You could have a male or if you're a male, a female that has the same structure. Yeah. That has, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't
0: say that it has to be necessarily the same, uh, sex. That's bizarro. That's crazy. I don't know. The whole thought of like, I had that one incidence that I saw myself and I don't even know where to go with that story other than I, I know. And I was wondering because something happened right after that, that to this day has shaken me that I still don't know if it was real. If what happened to me was real.
1: That's why I'm saying, do you think it was you in the future going back? Like
0: like warning me?
1: Yeah. Like, and, and it could
0: have. And I don't know because the, there's something that happened like within a week, following that that was like so i'm wondering if we see our doppelganger is it a precursor some people, will some theories folk folklore says it's a precursor to something bad mm-hmm. or a precursor to a change not necessarily mm-hmm. something bad but it's a precursor to a change or is it a warning from do we slip back in time like Mm-hmm. we're or slipping like, back going, hey, hey, you're not aware of this, but this is going to happen. Um, is it like the butterfly effect that if it happens? I mean, that's yeah. that's weird. I, the it's whole thing guy. is just spooky to me. I have a hard enough time with here and now and trying to think of the, all of the alternate dimensions. That's
1: it's too much for my little.
0: <laughs> it is. That's why I drink. I'm like, I can't deal with this, man. <laughs> I just can't. Much. It's too much. Oh. So, do you have anything else on the whole doppelganger
1: thing? Well, That's- unless we want to like explode brains. no. Like, no. <laughs> I don't know if I can handle that today. Yeah, no. Yeah.
0: Anyway, we hope you enjoyed it. I would love to hear that if you've actually met your doppelganger yes, or heard your own voice talking to you. Like audibly. I'm not I'm disembodied voice kind of thing, but mm-hmm. you recognize your own voice. So is it you? I mean, I've, I've heard snippets of it here and there since that one sighting. So I don't, I don't know what's going on. I don't know. I would love to hear from our audience. Let us know. Anyway, this is Speaking of Spirits, and uh, our doppelganger signing out for the day.
1: You've been listening to Speaking of Spirits, powered by Pocatello Paranormal Research in Pocatello, Idaho. Thank you for joining us today. We're glad you could be here. If you're enjoying the podcast, please do us a favor and go to whatever platform you are listening to the podcast on and give us a review. We prefer the five-star reviews. This helps us know how we're doing, and it helps others to find the podcast. Thank you for joining us, and we hope to see you on our next podcast.